This week on the Wedding Planning Podcast, we're talking tips for an easy, affordable, and unique bridal shower and or wedding shower experience. I'm really excited for today's conversation because this is a really fun topic that we actually haven't visited on the podcast since way back what feels like a billion years ago in March of 2020. And I remember being so bummed out as I released that show because we had just been locked down for COVID. Ugh, it was just a really awful time. And it was so frustrating to have such a fun topic to talk about during that time. So anyway, flash forward, here we are. And I have some really, really fun stuff to share about hosting a bridal shower and or a wedding shower. We're going to divide today's conversation into three parts. So to start, I'm just going to share a very general bridal and wedding shower overview. And then next, we're going to dive into some specifics on some really unique and fun ways that you can celebrate your upcoming marriage with all of your closest friends and family. And then towards the end of the show, we're also going to review a few of your questions and shower gift etiquette. That's a lot to get to, and if you want to refer back to a written version of today's show, I have a complete detailed blog post that you can find on our website, which is weddingplanningpodcast.co. Now, I realize that in many cases, you don't plan your own shower, so please feel free to forward this episode along to anyone who's helping you out with your wedding planning. So let's get started with that and talk about what is a shower, what's the point of a shower anyway, and historically, how did this even come to be a thing? So traditionally, a bridal shower is hosted by one or more close friends of the bride, and the point here is to shower her with gifts leading into her marriage. And again, traditionally, this is a party for the women in the bride's life, including her family and also the family and friends of her partner's side. For today's discussion, I'm not going into a plethora of social and political issues that can be tied back to this tradition. That's a different podcast for another feed and another host. I'm simply going to frame it this way for the rest of our time here today. A bridal shower or a wedding shower is a celebration leading up to the wedding when the bride and or groom can celebrate their upcoming marriage with all their closest friends and family. As for who hosts this party or shower, traditionally it would be planned by the bride's closest friends and or female relatives, but you have a thousand percent complete freedom to rewrite the rules and make this a fun and memorable part of your engagement that just perfectly reflects you and your relationships. So it goes way beyond those traditional quote definitions, if you want to call it that. Anyone can host this shower, including you can host it for yourself. There's lots of questions that come up about who should host this, who pays for it. Here's a pretty typical situation. Your maid of honor and your sister are both completely busy with their own lives. And you might feel bad at the thought of expecting them to plan and pay for a shower. But you still want to celebrate with your friends and your family. So is it weird for you to plan and host your own wedding shower or bridal shower? 
No, absolutely not. Anyone can plan and host this celebration, including you and your partner. I have friends who plan their own birthday parties all the time. That's very common. And I see this as no different. In terms of who is invited to this celebration, again, for a traditional shower, you'll find the bride and her closest friends and female relatives, and then also women from your part, the partner side. I would encourage you to open it up and include anyone you want. It does not have to just be your female relatives. When I did a poll on this on Instagram uh, a year ago or so, I asked, is your wedding shower going to be ladies only? And an overwhelming 92% of you said yes. But again, this is your celebration and your party, and it's all about you. So invite anyone you want. We will go into the logistics of a co-ed mixed shower party more throughout today's show. So hang tight. We'll get there. Um, Another common question, when should the bridal shower or the wedding shower happen? At what point in your engagement is it appropriate for this party to take place? Now, I mean, really any time that's convenient for you and your friends and your family is my number one answer. I think if you were to Google this and look up, the traditional answer would be that this takes place anytime in the month or two leading up to your wedding day. But again, this is really up to whatever works best for you. In that written blog post that I mentioned for today's episode, you will find some more listener questions. I'm not going to go detailed into all of those, but if you want to take a look at those, visit that post. It's dated November 2nd, 2022. It'll be up for at least a few months from date of release, and you can find that at weddingplanningpodcast.co and visit the podcast episodes tab to get some more details on all of those other listener questions. Coming up after a quick break, I have a really fun list of unique ways to celebrate your bridal or your wedding shower, and we're going to review some of those. I'll be back in just a minute. Susan's Travel Services is so excited to partner with you to plan your honeymoon, destination wedding, or maybe even your bachelor or bachelorette party. Travel and new experiences are incredibly special to me personally, and earlier this year, Susan helped me plan an unforgettable bachelorette party for my sister, Kate, and five of our best friends. Her team meticulously researched the best all-inclusive options for us based on some very specific priorities, and we ended up at a luxurious resort in Los Cabos, Mexico, and needless to say, we had the time of our lives. Best of all, Susan has been in the business for 27 years, and let me tell you, she walks the walk. She personally travels to all of her recommended destinations all the time, so she has firsthand on-the-ground experience with all of the amazing resorts, excursions, and services that she recommends. From all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean, to overwater bungalows in the Maldives, or that African safari you've always dreamed of, save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best deals on this once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com and be sure to let her know that I sent you for $50 off your final booking or $100 off your destination wedding. 
That email again is info at susanstravelservices.com. Thankfully, there's almost always a workaround to going to the store these days, and shopping for your wedding day men's formal wear with Generation Tux is no exception. You can design the perfect suit or tuxedo, get free color swatches delivered right to your door, and even get a free home try-on for the wedding couple, all without ever stepping foot into a loud and crowded tuxedo rental store. Choose from over 25 suits and tuxedos and hundreds of accessory options to build the perfect look for your wedding day. You'll also have access to their award-winning customer experience team for tips, style, and trend advice, and to help answer questions about the fitting process. Everything arrives on the doorstep of all the party members 14 days before the wedding. This way, if anyone has any fit issues, they'll ship replacements for free. Get a free suit or tuxedo rental for the wedding couple with five paid members in your wedding party. And after the wedding, you'll simply put everything back into the box, attach the prepaid shipping label, and drop it off at UPS within three days of your event. Get started today and build your look at generationtux.com. I am so excited to introduce you to The Financial Gym, a nationwide female-led personal financial services company with a fitness-inspired approach. Certified financial trainers work with clients like you to teach financial literacy, how to be accountable for your money, and how to make smarter, more strategic decisions about your finances. With one-on-one accountability coaching, you can access a dedicated certified financial trainer, a custom financial health assessment, and it doesn't stop there. You'll also get a personalized roadmap for success, ongoing support, and accountability. Another great option is their trainer on demand service where you can schedule a 30 minute call once a month with a certified financial trainer to answer any personal finance questions you might have. It's like phone a friend, but for your financial life. Go to financialgym.com slash wedding for more info and use code wedding to get 20% off your first year of membership. That's financialgym.com slash wedding to get 20% off your first year of membership with promo code wedding. All right, welcome back, and let's continue our conversation about wedding showers and bridal showers. I want to share a list of some really unique, really fun ideas and ways to celebrate this. Going back to that, quote, traditional version of a shower, traditionally, you've got a bunch of women sitting around and drinking punch or champagne and playing games. If that is not quite your cup of tea, not to worry. I hope I've done a good job of communicating that this celebration is all about you and you can celebrate it however you want and in whatever unique way expresses your personality. So I love, don't get me wrong, I love sitting and visiting and playing games with people. That's fun. There's a time and a place for that. But what I love even more and what I'm so super passionate about is having fun experiences with the people who I love. So my friends and my family. And on that note, I love the idea of planning more of an experience shower than a sit around and talk at someone's house shower. So instead of gifts, 
you can ask your loved ones to participate in a fun experience together. And I'm going to list off a bunch of options. Again, these are in that written blog post. So go to the website and check out the list. You don't feel like you have to write all these down, but hopefully you'll be inspired by one of them. First one I'll start with is an idea that I stumbled across when I was at the beach with my in-laws just last week. I guess I would describe it as a pop-up party. And essentially a company comes in and sets up a beautiful little backdrop and they can even set up food and drinks for you. They're super common here in San Diego. You see them down on the beach and the bay all the time. And we stumbled across one the other day that a groom-to-be had set up for his bride-to-be, and it was so beautiful. I have a picture of it in the blog post, so take a look. It was so, so, so nice, set up right over the ocean, and you could have something like this set up for a small group of you. He had arranged to have food provided, and they had a really nice bottle of champagne, and we're just sitting and celebrating outside looking at the ocean. It was absolutely beautiful. So a little pop-up party would be the perfect route and a really great way to celebrate this. And huge bonus points with that because you are actually paying and hiring someone else to come and set it all up and take it all away. So literally all you do is show up at the location of your choice, relax, enjoy your champagne and your food, and celebrate. Some other experience ideas would be, and I'm just going to rattle off a list here, hot air balloon ride would be amazing. Sip and paint. So these are those parties where you drink wine and paint pictures with your friends. Sounds fun enough to me. Uh, Candle making, flower arranging class would be fun. You could paint pottery. That's like that sip and paint one we just mentioned. Take a cooking class together would be really fun or a mixology lesson and make a bunch of cocktails and then enjoy them together. You could all go on a big group hike and make a day of that. Paddleboard yoga would be a fun one and then you could go out to brunch afterwards. Surf lessons. The list here is never ending. Your imagination is your only limit. And then Of course, one of my favorite activities is a wine tasting outing would be really fun or a brewery tour, a local restaurant tour, anything like that would be super fun. The only point, the bottom line here is that you're getting out in the world with your closest friends and your family, and you're all just experiencing something memorable and meaningful together. Now, a lot of those ideas I just shared would naturally take place in the daytime and Traditionally, I think a bridal shower typically does take place in the afternoon or the brunch time slot. But another unique celebration idea would be to forget the daytime altogether and plan an evening party. So this would work for a ladies only bridal shower and it would also be really, really well suited for a co-ed wedding shower where you're including everyone, guys and girls. I know that 92% of you said only the ladies are invited to this, but for the other 8% of you, this might be a good option. And for an evening party, you could do this at a friend or a family member's home and set up a really nice dinner. You could also rent a room at your favorite bar or restaurant. And oftentimes when you do that, all the restaurant asks for is a minimum tab in return. So just make sure that that 
you know, balances out and is reasonable given the size of your group. And that's kind of like that pop-up party idea that I mentioned earlier, where if you're hosting it somewhere outside the home, if you're hosting it at a bar or a restaurant, all you need to do is show up and have fun. You're not responsible for cooking or cleaning anything up or setting anything up. So that might be a great option for you. If you do want to keep it a little cozier and keep it at home, which I love as well, For example, I'm going to set up a little Italian-themed evening shower for you. So in very, very simple form, here's how I would set this up. I would visit a local Italian grocery store. There's one I love right downtown in Little Italy. Plan a super easy meal. All you need is fresh pasta. You could even choose a tray of a pre-made favorite, such as lasagna or ravioli. Chances are your local Italian grocery would have that as an option as well. You could ask your guests to each bring something for an appetizer spread. So bring a meat and or a cheese, maybe bring a bottle of Italian wine, and then you set everything out, you share it, you enjoy the wine, you enjoy the charcuterie board, you have a great dinner. You play music, you play games, you share stories, and you just enjoy a fun evening together with your family and your friends. The point I want to make is it should be relaxing, it shouldn't be overwhelming, and it shouldn't feel like this huge formal stuffy thing that you need to plan. It should be relaxing and it should be enjoyable. So just keep it simple and keep yourself focused on the bottom line here, which is just celebrating and spending time with the people you love. And then to wrap up the show today, because a lot of questions about gift etiquette come up, uh, we're going to touch on some common questions about that. So we're going to start with the very simple fact that everyone has a different opinion on gift etiquette. If there is a wedding planning etiquette Bible out there that exists somewhere, I don't know about it. I'm not aware of it. In my humble opinion, you can use your own common sense and let your relationships and your situation guide most cases. I don't think there's one universal right or wrong. So again, it's impossible for me to tell you the quote right thing to do. But here are some general points that can maybe inform your decision and your next steps. So question number one, do we register for shower gifts? Here's where a ton of gray area comes in and you may feel differently. That's totally fine. I personally don't love the idea of making a separate bridal shower gift registry, but lots of people do this. If that feels like a good option for you, then by all means, go ahead. A variation that I personally feel a little bit more comfortable with would be to include items on your main wedding gift registry that fall within a variety of price points and that could easily double as a shower gift. I guess when I think of sharing a wedding gift and sharing a shower gift, I imagine the wedding gift being the larger of the two. So as long as you're including things from a variety of price points, kind of higher price points and then some lower price points, I think that would be a nice spin on the shower registry. And then a really 
common and popular way to handle the shower gifts would be to choose a theme and then ask guests to contribute gifts to that theme. The example that comes to mind is a lingerie party where the bride asks for fancy lingerie. If you don't feel comfortable asking your friends and family to buy you underwear, that's totally fine and completely understandable. Some other popular bridal shower gift themes would be cooking or kitchen items. One I love is stock the bar. So each guest would bring a bottle of their favorite liquor, champagne, or wine. You could also do a favorite recipes party where everyone is sharing their favorite recipe with you. And then, of course, a spa day theme where everyone shares their favorite beauty products. That would be a really fun one, too. Tying back to our conversation from earlier about sharing that experience as your celebration, if you do plan on doing an experience style shower where everyone is going out together and doing an activity, if you're asking your guests to participate and pay for that experience, then to me, their participation is the gift. And I think it would be a nice gesture to indicate that on your invitation. So for example, the bottom of your invitation could read, no gifts, please. Your participation in paddleboard yoga is the best gift that I could imagine. And just put yourself in your guest shoes, depending on what you what you choose or what you select. Everyone could be investing 100, 200 more dollars of their own money and of course their time. And again, the time spent together is truly the gift. So you might want to outline that on the invitation. And of course, people may still bring a gift and share something with you extra, which is fine. But just be sensitive about asking your friends and your family to pay for something that they're experiencing and also to feel obligated to give a gift on top of that. So let's wrap things up here. I hope you loved today's conversation about wedding showers, bridal showers, whatever terminology you want to attach to it. Your engagement is an incredibly exciting and a really, really special time. And the whole point of our conversation today is to talk about some easy, fun, unique ways that you can celebrate that and put your own special spin on some of these traditional shower ideas. You can always contact the show via our website, and that's weddingplanningpodcast.co. You'll look for the contact button, and there's a link to submit a voicemail. If you do not want your voice featured on the podcast, that's no problem at all. Just let me know that in your recorded message. And then last thing I'll mention, to view a written blog, form of today's conversation about showers. You can also visit our website, weddingplanningpodcast.co and look for the podcast episodes tab. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Again, congratulations on your engagement and thank you so much for including me in such a special time in your lives. We'll talk again next week, same time, same place. When it's time to grocery shop for the week, do you go online and search for a generic shopping list that a total stranger wrote so that you know what to buy? No, you open your fridge, take inventory of what you like to eat, what you need and what you want, and you make your own list. 
Why then are you still using free wedding checklists that you found on Pinterest to guide what's included in your unique wedding celebration? I have a secret. There's an all new way to plan your wedding, a more personalized approach that puts you, your values, and your priorities in the center of the planning process and gives you the confidence to make decisions based on what you truly want versus what that free wedding checklist is telling you you should do. To learn more about my revolutionary digital wedding planning package and sign up for a free three-day trial, visit wedpodcast.com. Together, we're going to experience a magical process of tapping into your intuition combined with smart, down-to-earth strategy, and we're going to create an unforgettable wedding celebration that's a perfect reflection of you. Become a member today when you visit wedpodcast.com. I can't wait to see you there. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.